I'm Tom from the Ballpark Bros. Here's Mike. This next presentation on the Four-Eyed Radio Network is brought to you by Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off on your order. Aye, 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 aye. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. And guess what, Zordon? Some other phony outlaws have been trying to do my voice. Aye, 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 aye. The Power Rangers will never forgive them. Today on the Power Hour, episode 115, Rangers Answer Anything Within Reason. Record on April 9th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, guys. Hey! 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 So, as Leonardo Talavera on Twitter asked, how you been? (laughs) Good. Working a lot. That's my life now. (laughs) Same here. Or if you want a one-word answer, meh. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's life. One of those months. Yeah, it's it's a life. <laughs> one of those months. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like one of those animals in in the Flintstones. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing that. What was it, like that bird that was also a typewriter or something? Yeah, or the bird that was also the record player. <laughs> that's that's the one. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> so um, this turned into a much bigger thing than I ever thought it would. We received a metric ton of questions from you guys. <laughs> we do have some news. I mean, we're not talking about food. There's people did ask some food questions, so it's not going to be like any uh, you know fantastic cuisine or anything. But we'll get through it. So, some Power Rangers news: Shattered Grid has completely sold out. It sold out the day that it came out. Yeah, that's insanely awesome. I'm super excited for the team at Boom Studios for this to happen to them. Absolutely, issue twenty five has completely sold out at a distributor level. And they announced that they are going to do a second printing variant that will hit stands on April 25th, along with the Power Rangers annual number one, which also ties into Shattered Grid. Cool. Also, Go Go Power Rangers 8, which was the prelude issue for that series, also sold out. So... They are going to also do a second printing variant with the Ranger Slayer on the cover, and that will hit stands on May 2nd alongside GoGo Power Rangers number 9. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's such a huge response. And then Daphna Pleben, the editor at Boom Studio, she said, Everyone has pulled out all the stops to ensure Power Rangers Shatter Grid is the biggest story we could tell, and the response has been incredible. By rushing a second printing back to stores... Every fan will have a chance to visit their comic shop to ensure that they don't miss out on all the surprises to come for the Power Rangers. 
Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and maybe they'll even get a third printing. If that happens, I mean, that'd be incredible. I remember when the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 8 comics came out. Mm-hmm. You could not find those anywhere. I know they definitely went through three printings. They might have gone through four. I'm not certain, but they definitely went through three. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty much unprecedented. Yeah. That's crazy. But speaking of the comics, the covers dropped today for the penultimate issues for the month of July. A ton of great ones. There's this incredible image for issue 29 that has Dino Thunder in space, the entire SPD team. It's all over the place. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it's all over Twitter today. Mm-hmm. And I love that Kendall's on there, too. Yes! <laughs> right next to Jen. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Only thing I would make that better is if she's wearing her mayor sash. And... <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody Photoshop it. But no. Uh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's it's an awesome cover. It's really great. And they also released the one for GoGo Power Rangers 11, where it's this cool split image reflection of the Ranger Slayer and her Zord and Kimberly and the Pterodactyl Zord. And it's such a beautiful image. Um, That one I didn't see. I'm going to click on that real quick. Yeah, click on that link because that is awesome. Yeah, that's a really cool one. Oh, oh my god. Right? That is so badass. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It is really sweet. So they're releasing those covers, (laughs) but we did get a a brief synopsis of what is going down. And it's not really a spoiler, it's just kind of a synopsis thing. So in Power Rangers 29, the Power Rangers and their allies prepare for their final counterattack against Lord Draken. A new ally to the Power Rangers makes it through to their world, and Zordon makes a last call for help. So that is happening. I cannot wait to get deeper into this arc. It is amazing so far, and I really can't wait to see what they have in store for us. Yeah. Absolutely. So Power Rangers 29 and Saban's GoGo Power Rangers 11 are going to be on sale july 2018 at local comic shops you can use comicshoplocator.com to find the nearest one near you you can also find at the boom studios web store digital copies are also available at comiXology ibooks google play and the boom studios app so there's a lot of ways to get this series and (laughs) i highly recommend it yeah absolutely so moving away from the comics shell factory has announced Mirai Sentai Time Ranger, coming to DVD July 31st. This is from Power Rangers Now. This season marks the ninth installment in Shout Factory's line of complete season Sentai DVDs. Time Ranger initially aired on Japanese airwaves in the year 2000 and obviously became known as Power Rangers Time Force when it was adapted over here. And they are cranking these things out. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. This is the third one this year that's coming out. I remember when I first started, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, it would be really great if one day we got to SPD and and Decker Ranger, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, that's a reality. That's going to happen by this time next year. Or like, even it would be nice if we got to like the next series after this one. Did anyone really think it would be this successful? Yeah. It's got to be doing really well. 
in order for them to keep cranking them out like this. And that's yeah. that makes me happy. Well, it has to be doing well because, I mean, the last time I ran into Brian Ward at the last PMC, mm-hmm. he was saying the, these only happen because people support them. And mm-hmm. now we're at Time Ranger. I mean, we're getting to seasons that people are really craving for to have on DVD. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Gal Ranger and Decker Ranger. Like I would love to relive Decker Ranger officially with an official mm-hmm. release. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm just glad they got to go go five. I never expected that to happen. And I've always wanted to finish watching it. I don't know if the fan subs ever actually finished that series, but I know when I tried to watch it, they only had a couple episodes done, so... Right. I know for a fact that Time Ranger was never completed on subs. Yeah. So this is going to be really good. I know people have complained a little bit about their subtitles that know Japanese and it's kind of a more bland translation. Mm -hmm. So I just want them to use people that maybe can put a little bit more oomph into it. I haven't finished watching a lot of these just because it's becoming such a huge backlog, but I am getting them. Mm -hmm. I'm also supporting what I can. But if they keep this up, we're going to be current in the next maybe two to three years. Yeah, I really hope so. It'd be really cool. I'd love to be able to watch Go Busters without trying to find random videos on YouTube. Exactly. It's going to be pretty sweet. Yep. I've been watching Hyperfort. I'm kind of skipping around. Like, the last couple weeks, I've been watching it live, like, ever since they did the Shattered Grid tie-in. Mm-hmm. And a couple weeks ago... They debuted the Hyperforce Green Ranger, and he's based off of Hydra, and it's Yoshi Sadarso. <laughs> so he went from being Time Force Silver to now he's a member of the Hyperforce team, and his color is green. So that means all their colors match Mighty Morphin. Yeah. That's cool. It's a cool design. It was a really cool story. Something happened last week where it was like, oh my god. And by the time everyone listens to this, there'll be two episodes left. So (laughs) if you can, watch live, help support them, join in on the fun and the interaction. And I've been catching up on older episodes with the podcast, because they have a podcast version. So you can look up hyperforce on like itunes or whatever and it'll come up and i've been listening to those and catching up when i'm at work (laughs) you don't get some of the visuals but you can always go back to youtube later and look for those specific moments to see if if they were joking about something offhand or whatever but the podcast does really work for someone who can't just sit in front of a tv for three hours because i get it it's hard when I've been watching them live the past few weeks, I've been having it on my dual monitor and like working on something else as I'm watching it. So yeah, Hyperforce, maybe watch it. Moving on. People will be happy to know that the Zeo Legacy figures, all six team members, are now available to pre-order from GameStop. This is from Toku Nation. GameStop.com put up the Legacy Power Rangers Zeo figure pre-orders for all six Zeo Rangers. We've already known that Zeo Yellow and Pink were exclusive to GameStop, but now they have pre-orders for all the other Rangers, which is great because I was missing Zeo Blue. That's the only one I didn't have, and I pre-ordered it. But then someone found it for me over the weekend and mailed it to me, so I canceled my pre-order. But hey. If you're missing any of the Zeo Rangers, (laughs) they're up on GameStop, and we'll provide a link in the show notes. 
Yeah, I pretty much resigned to the fact that I, I'm collecting all the legacy figures until Bandai stops making them. Yeah. I know at one point I was kind of pissed off about Zeo Gold, but I got over that, and I just want the figures. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do any customizing in the future. I just want them, because now that Bandai is leaving, it just seems like, let me just complete what they're making, you know? I've already yeah. made it this far, kind of a thing. Yeah. Anywho, this is not Power Rangers related news, but I just kind of want to put out a call because this does affect podcasts. So my friend, Tristan, I've known him for many years now. He has his own podcast network called The Nerd Party. Our good friend, Dr. Sci-Fi, Darren, he has a podcast on the network called SETI Alpha 3, which... Zach, you guessed it on recently. I did, yes. I was on an episode of their podcast, and we talked about escape rooms. And it was great. I listened to all of it. It was fantastic. Star Trek Game Room. That was pretty cool. So, Darren, Dr. Sci-Fi, part of that network, and they were recently sued for some kind of takedown thing. And it's pretty unfair, and it has the potential to affect other podcasts it's more like a fair use thing so they couldn't go into all the details but it does sound pretty serious so if you do want to help out you can go to gofundme.com slash the nerd party and if you're talking about on social media you can use the hashtag tnp fight definitely check out their network they've got some great shows on there again like i i listen to all of seti alpha 3 because of darren and they got some good content too so it's just podcasters supporting each other and i'll definitely be donating in the next couple weeks for sure okay. but on to our main topic <laughs> i just decided to do an ask us anything within reason i had to put that in quotation marks <laughs> because i i don't want some like crazy inappropriate stuff going on like the stuff we got on ask.fm when we first started that pretty much <laughs> yeah. i'll never forget that <laughs> all right yeah that was horrible so, <laughs> thanks was, for bringing though. up bad memories but no our listeners are freaking amazing oh yeah mm -hmm. and we've known this we've known this for a long time now our listeners are amazing we wouldn't mm -hmm. be here without you guys when we put out a call you guys deliver and we have so many questions, and I've tried to organize them as best we could. So let's just dive right in. First okay. off, talking about the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers, Ken Glenn, at the Ken Glenn, asks, Now that the Hasbro excitement has died down, and we all have 2019 to look forward to, how are you all feeling about the rest of the 25th anniversary? Other than the comics, it doesn't feel like we have a whole lot to look forward to. Do you all expect any surprises on the toy front? Okay, multi-part question. How am I feeling about the rest of the 25th anniversary? Uh, meh, if that's a good enough answer. like <laughs> I'd like to echo that. Yeah. I'm also feeling very lukewarm about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably a better expression than meh. But it's like, <laughs> the comics are great and i'm absolutely looking forward to seeing what what they have in store but as far as like the toys i'm not expecting anything the show i'm not expecting anything eh yeah. meh lukewarm however you want to put it mm -hmm. yeah I, I wouldn't say anything different than that yeah for me if you put other than the comics then yeah there's not a lot to look forward to i 
don't know what Bandai has left up their sleeves. I know that they still have that 25 on the 25th, but a lot of that is almost stuff that we already know. I am looking forward to the Inside Editions book that's coming out, like the big behind-the-scenes book. Yeah, that is actually something pretty neat. Yeah. Power Morphicon, I'm looking forward to, if I can go. But that's another thing. But yeah, Power Morphicon, some behind-the-scenes stuff, the comic book... But the show, I've pretty much given up on the show. We're already in hiatus, and we haven't touched Super Ninja Steel reviewing, mainly yeah. because I haven't even watched an episode of Super Ninja Steel. I watched, like, the first one when they came back. Yeah. I watched first four episodes of Ninja Steel proper, yeah. and that was about it. And with the whole live event being canceled as well, it's just like, okay, then mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Yeah. If there's surprises out there, hopefully we see some more stuff at San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, Power Morphicon. On the toy front, the only surprises I expect is stuff from Hasbro. Anything that they announce is going to be fantastic. Or maybe stuff from, like, other licensees, I guess. Is that the proper word? Yeah. Maybe stuff from, like, other licensees, but not from Bandai or anything. I'll be surprised if we even get the Psycho Rangers at this point. Because it sounds like they're going to GameStop to release these, now that Toys R Us is on the way out. Yeah. So, eh, just lukewarm right now. Unless they start making bigger announcements, which I hope they do, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. Angelo Colby at Super Ranger said, with the whole shakeup of Power Ranger franchise, Hasbro taking over, blah, 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 the chance of a Power Rangers movie sequel is pretty much dead. It's more likely to be rebooted. So would you like to see something like Shattered Grid in movie form or just another season like Time Force, RPM, etc.? Or maybe even better, some one-offs like Time Force, SPD, RPM movies that will lead into Shattered Grid movies. I don't expect them to do anything with past seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The actors have aged out. That's why Shattered Grid only works in the comics, because (laughs) there is no age restriction there, because you can draw them however. Trying to do something like Shattered Grid in movie form only works with what Kyle Higgins did with his live-action trailer, is because... JDF is that future Tommy that's evil. That's the only way that that would work. So I don't think we're going to get any more movies unless Hasbro completely takes over. But again, I think it's going to be a rebooted MMPR. It's not going to be Shattered Grid. Yeah, it'll absolutely be another reboot if they decide to do another movie of some kind. Or maybe there will be a sequel. Maybe. I mean, stranger things have happened. So This is true. I mean, we never knew that anything was going to happen with Hasbro. Like, we had no idea that that was coming. <laughs> or Go Busters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy decisions that you never would have saw coming. Exactly. And then like, just the fact that movies are a little different, too, because there's just... Yeah. If Hasbro does end up bankrolling a sequel, I would be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's going to get more expensive the more that those actors blow up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's be real here. So far, they kind of haven't-ish. Jake Montgomery had Stranger Things Season 2. He's probably going to be in Season 3. Naomi Scott with Jasmine. She's going to be playing Jasmine in the Disney live-action yeah. version of Aladdin, which is going to be huge. And Becky G's just already, like... Becky J. Yeah. yeah. She's already Becky J, so... <laughs> 
Flutie yeah. <laughs> Lynn's in a bunch of stuff now, too, so... It still could happen. I Kim hope Hasbro it does, didn't... because I really like that cast. I do, too. And didn't Hasbro bankroll all those Transformers movies clearly after it was should have been dead <laughs> and buried? Stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, like I'm saying, it's possible. Yeah. Okay, so the next category is Ninja Steel slash the show in general, I believe. Yes. And at the Smurfy Gamers asked, uh, what is your favorite Power Ranger series? SPD. SPD. Lightspeed Rescue. So Charlie Shields asked, if you were given the keys to the castle and a time machine, how would you fix Ninja Steel? Fire the writing staff, get new writers. Yeah. That's it. Fire the writing staff. Hire better writers. I don't even know if I'd say that because, to be fair, a lot of these writers also wrote Dino Charge Season 1, which was great. So what happened? That's my girl. It, re- <laughs> it, it reeks of higher-ups getting involved where they shouldn't be getting involved. Probably. So... I mean, the, the, let's be honest. The fart joke kitty humor is absolutely Nickelodeon stepping in and being like, you guys should do more comedy. I don't even know if it's that. If you watch anything else on Nickelodeon, it's not it's like not that. that. Like, nothing on really? Nickelodeon is like that. No. If I was given the keys to the castle on a time machine, give the writers more power. Okay. Give mm-hmm. them more freedom to do what they actually want to do. Cause Fair play. There's no way they actually want to do what they've been doing. Like, there's no way. I have to agree with that, then, because I would think writing to fit that mold must be super restrictive and not fun yeah because how could they want to do that as a writer someone telling you like you said being that restricted it can't be fun no i wouldn't enjoy my job if i had all these restrictions and stuff Mm -hmm. i mean no one does yeah boy give me more rules you know (laughs) (laughs) my wife Teresa barry at tet g17 she asked if there's one thing you wanted to change a storyline in any of the Power Ranger seasons, what would it be? Kelsey would have went to the moon with her astronaut girlfriend and the dog. <laughs> Obviously. Duh. <laughs> Mine's also related to Lightspeed Rescue. I wish there was a chunk where Ryan just did not disappear. Mm-hmm. I get it because they didn't have the footage, but if I could change that storyline... I would definitely focus in on Ryan and not have him be absent for the number of episodes that he was absent for. Yeah. Mm. Also, on that note, I would maybe focus a little bit more on their careers before they became Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, give an old fire fart... <laughs> a firefighter. That's in Ninja Steel. <laughs> the, new, yeah, it's the new Ninja Steel Ninja Star is the firefighter star. God damn it. <laughs> that would be like if a firefighter buddy of Carter's came back and like needed his help for something. Yeah, something like, like that. They all did have maybe one of those like lesson of the day things kind of related to their specialties. But they never really delved into it. Right. One more storyline I would change. The entirety of Dino Supercharge. I would bring in a Talon Ranger. It was obvious. Make Heckle, Talon Ranger, tie that all together. No Mm -hmm. time travel crap. None of that. That whole storyline would have changed to include the Talon Ranger. Yeah, that's a good one. I would have fiddled with the white Dino Thunder story arc where he was very 
angsty about, oh, I was so evil, I'm going to be on my own for a while, I would have made it a little more close to the Tommy Green with Evil arc, where he was a little more quick to realize that, hey, you know what, it wasn't my fault, I'm going to go join these guys and we're going to fight together. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree with that. That series spent a lot of time on Trent being, (laughs) I can't be a hero, I've done bad things. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to me! Yeah, it's like, (laughs) Trent, just shut up and join the others for the group morph, okay? It looks cool. (laughs) Common Ranger Bat said, do you think the anniversary episode of Ninja Steel will be part of Shattered Grid? It is set to air. If rumors I've seen that it will be episode 10 in August which puts it close to the finale of Shattered Grid. Also, Shattered Grid isn't new in concept in regards to Saban, as Kyle Higgins has been planning this since 2016, which would give the show writers enough time to collaborate. Also, this episode has been super under wraps, minus a few behind-the-scenes shots, which include MMPR, Time Force, and Dinos Under Weapons. Time Force and MMPR obviously play heavily in Shattered Grid at the moment. All right. Let me put this out there. Let me ask him a question. Do you think the writers who are all the way in New Zealand, do you think that they would have enough say to plan that far ahead, given what we've seen and the quality that we've seen since Super Dino Charge? I don't necessarily say it's naive to think that it'll tie in in any way, but I think it's going to be its own thing, and I don't think it's going to really have any Shattered Grid influence to it. Mm -hmm. I don't think so either. I mean, it'll be great to see past Rangers, but listen, the entire fandom has seen Legendary Battle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can do better at the moment. We were all excited that Chip Lynn came back, And Dino Charge first season was fantastic, but since Dino Supercharge, the show has taken a a deep turn, and I don't think that they're going to be like, hey, look, past Rangers, and give them the spotlight that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say deep turn or whatever, I don't even know if I'd say deep turn back to the quality of Super Mega Force, Mega Force, Samurai Because comparing what we have now to that, it wasn't that bad back then. It's put Samurai in a whole new light for me. Yeah. Yeah. Samurai and all them, they still weren't the best. And they did still have some immature humor. Like, don't get me wrong, but... But it wasn't wasn't like this body humor farting crap. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't like this immature. Like, it had its immature moments, but it wasn't so constant. I'll take more Mia's bad cooking jokes over Monty and and Victor farting in a can and selling it to people. Like, come on. Yeah, for sure. It's just this cartoony whack job stuff where it's like, can we stop? With what all we've seen with Super Ninja Steel and Ninja Steel, I'm just picturing there'll be some kind of fart joke in this anniversary episode. It would be great if Victor and Monty weren't even there for this thing at all. The only thing I might like that they could surprise us with, maybe Bulk and Skull come back and they interact with Victor and Monty. Like, I think that would be kind of funny, but yeah, I don't even expect that to happen. So No, yeah. and, and that's the thing. I have such low expectations for this. I get it. If they want to push that the comics are for older people and the show isn't for us anymore... I understand it because, look, it's working. 
Like, if you want me to watch a show, it's already happening because Mm -hmm. we haven't even reviewed Super Ninja Steel and we're already in the hiatus because Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to watch those episodes. I don't. But thankfully, we have all these other things happening in the franchise that are a lot better. And if they want to push, if they want to push the older fan base away from the TV and movie medium, then guess what? You're doing a good job because you're driving that older fan base away. And the fact that Kyle Higgins Shattered Grid trailer has millions of views at this point Mm -hmm. proves that there is a craving for this respect for the past, but with a darker edge. I'm not saying grimdark. I'm just saying a a mature storytelling. There was more emotion in those two minutes than I've seen in all of Ninja Steel. Yeah, and not even necessarily dark, more mature, but more thoughtful storytelling. In that Shattered Grid trailer, we keep coming back to Shattered Grid because that's like the coolest thing that's happening right now for Power Rangers. Yeah, that is definitely the bar. And the fact that they took the time to pick specific clips of the show as these flashback moments, like the best moments of Power Rangers throughout the history... I mean, they had, like, Jungle Fury, they had Dino Charge, they had SPD, they had they had clips from almost every season when he was viewing all that stuff. And the sound clips that they picked was, like, more respectful to the franchise than anything that the current team of the television show has produced. Yeah. I cannot expect to have that happen in this anniversary episode. The bar is so low for me on that. It's not even funny. Yeah. Anyways, All moving right. on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, Callum MacArthur 17 asked, do you think they will have a crossover in beast morphers? I doubt it. I think they're yeah. going to want to do their own, yeah. like brand new fresh start. I hope that it's a brand new fresh start in every sense of the word, mm-hmm. because I would hate if they continued this quality with that go busters footage. And just everything that that whole concept brings to the table. Don't do that, Dirty. Ghostbusters had some silly over-the-top moments, but overall the season was pretty mature. Yeah. At least the themes were. I mean, their parents were all dead, and they were essentially orphans working for a government organization. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want it in high school anymore. I don't want a high school setting. I'm done with that. Yeah, me too. Because that's leading to nothing good. Right. Moving on. Robo underscore Knight. He said, with the superb writing style of Boom Comics and the art we've seen professionally and from amateurs, what are your thoughts to revisiting an animated series idea? I would love it, but would Toei even do anything with it? Would anybody do anything with that? I don't know. Where would it air? Would it be a a a web web only? Yeah, it'd have to be like a web exclusive kind of thing. But I mean, like. Oh, if they did, like, a Netflix Voltron style, then hell yeah. Do that. And it's like we were talking about with Shattered Grid. The only way that the Shattered Grid works is because it is in print where the artists can draw the characters how they look. You know, it wouldn't work as a live-action thing. But, like, an animated series, a Shattered Grid-style story would absolutely work for an animated series. And in all of the past actors, they're already voice actors because they did ADR on the show. Yeah, exactly. They know what the voice recording process is like, so you might not have them on screen without them looking like 40 years old that they are now, 
but some of their voices are timeless. Yeah. So do that, and you could pitch them higher if they're playing younger, you know? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. things that you could do with the audio, but still have cameos in an animated version with the voices. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And because it's voices, and because you don't see the people, you could even just have voice actors who can do like a decent impression. Exactly. I don't know who they got to record the voices in the Xeonizers, but they were pretty darn close to the original actors. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Waldman at Aerosoft said, say something nice about your least favorite season or seasons. And then also he said, on a related note, we know what Chip can do and has done and can only conclude the powers that be are responsible for fart jokes and such being shoved in. But were there to be a regime change, who would you name showrunner? Okay, something nice about my least favorite season, which at the moment is super or just Ninja Steel. Something nice, Kelson's in it, and I like him, and he's doing good as Mick. <laughs> um, say something nice about my least favorite season. Which would be RPM. No, that actually is not. <laughs> so thank you, Eric. Um, no, it would probably also be Ninja Steel. And say something nice about it. The cast, they are clearly great. And they are doing the best with what they've been given. Yeah, this is no slam against the cast. Yeah, not When we at all. say Ninja Steel isn't our favorite, it's because of the content, not the work that they put into it. These actors, Peter is like the nicest guy ever. And he's doing amazing things on Hyperforce, so yeah. we know it's not his acting. And I'm not such a fan of Victor and Monty, but the guys who play them, they're doing pretty well. They're having fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. They're having fun with the material they're given. Or at least they look like they're having fun with the material, which is like the mark of a great actor. Right. The cast is fantastic. Yes. They are all super nice people. I follow them all on Instagram. The guy who plays Levi, he's fantastic. He's a really great musician. He's just so genuine on Instagram. These are all really nice people. It's mm-hmm. just the material that they have sucks. Mm-hmm. So in, it might not be my favorite season, but I really love these actors. Mm-hmm. And I would love to meet them at PMC. Yeah. Zach? Oh, gosh. You know, I haven't seen enough of Ninja Steel for it to be my least favorite, so I'm going to have to go with my always least favorite, Operation Overdrive. Um, <laughs> at least the, the Zords looked cool. <laughs> I always I, I always liked vehicle-based seasons, so yeah. or at least the Mecha, so it's like, yeah, yeah at least they had cool Zords. <laughs> and cool uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, you're like, man. <laughs> so, if Chip is out, who would you guys name showrunner? Jackie Marshand. Can we please bring her back, for the love of God? Dead serious. She was great. Couldn't we bring in Koichi? Because that would be amazing. Yeah. I know it's like digging into the old well again, but... Uh, yeah. But if it's not broken, then don't try to fix it. Because I'm just thinking back to like how Forze is one of my favorite Common Rider series, and that's mostly because Koichi Sakamoto did everything. <laughs> and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I want that for Power Rangers. I really do. I want the really cool stunt work. Yeah. I want the fun team dynamic. Mm-hmm. Or even just keep Chip and let him do what he actually wants to do. Yeah, just give him the freedom to do whatever. Like Tyler said, we know what Chip can do and has done. And that's why when they went to Go Busters, I was shocked because I thought, 
Man, if we could get a space season with Q Ranger and Chip finally gets to do a space season, man, that would be so fantastic. And then they're like, hold my beer because Go Busters is here. <laughs> I made that rhyme unintentionally. That, yeah, that's your poet and you didn't know it. <laughs> hey! Oh, God. Austin Ranger at PR Gifts said, What theme for a season would you like to see that hasn't already been done? Sports theme. Or Olympics. I would like to see a cowboy theme. <laughs> it's just all gold right It's all cowboys. It's, I don't know. For some reason, cowboys are cool. In Japan, they have the cool historical, the samurai, the ninjas. In America, our coolest historical archetype is the cowboy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it is, though. I'm not into sports, but a team based off of athletes that get recruited to save the world and each of their powers are from a different yeah. sport. That would be pretty cool. Kind of like Sport Ranger? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know what theme I would do, because most of the themes I like have already been done. (laughs) No, like, dead serious. If anything, I would revisit one of the existing themes and try to do it, like, differently. Mm Mm-hmm. Tommy Brevar Jr. at Kid Flash DBN, he asks, if you could make a sequel or spinoff, of any Toku series and Power Rangers included, what would it be? I want a Gaim sequel. That would be good. I don't know how that would work, but I want one of those. For Power Rangers, well, we're already getting kind of a Time Force sequel with Hyperforce. SPD. Yeah, I would love to see an SPD series. Or, you know what? I would even love to see more with the Mystic Force world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like... Both of those series kind of almost set it up where you could have a sequel. Or even Lightspeed Rescue. Yeah. We saw that Carter and Dana were still active in Super Mega Force. Clearly, they're still running some version of Lightspeed. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. Maybe have them as mentors and training a new team of Lightspeed Rangers. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many possibilities. Ari at 3 Ezekiel said if power rangers villains were to have social media accounts to troll the rangers what names would they use <laughs> oh god i mm. mean their villain names already pretty much sound like troll <laughs> social media accounts. yeah <laughs> yeah they their names are already crazy they should just use their names yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of something clever yeah i'm trying to and i'm just i'm like blanking some of these names are already wacky as as is so. yeah like you can't really trollize them anymore yeah <laughs> yeah you can't troll say them anymore so <sighs> i mean if you count troll say as a villain not troll say if you count go say as a villain <laughs> he could be called troll say so yeah exactly. all right so uh dom farlance at all new tpir said with the released trailer Could Shattered Grid work in live action? We kind of answered this earlier in the episode. Not really. The actors playing the Rangers have kind of aged out for a live action Shattered Grid. It works best as a comic book series. It could work really well as an animated series, but nah, I don't think it works for live action. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to some what ifs slash favorite questions. EB at EB underscore twit said, if you could correct one quote unquote mistake from the entire franchise what would it be and what would you want to do differently um can we get a more coherent legendary battle please Please. yes 
Yeah, fixed legendary battle. I think that's what I want the most. Like, give some of those rangers who randomly showed up in the group shots, give them one of those little intro scenes at the very least. Yeah, I would love a special edition, hey, we screwed up, let's completely refilm this edition of legendary (laughs) battle. I really do. I really think that for a 20th anniversary, that was the most slap in the face thing that they could have it put together. It was so disappointing. The hype was just for a whole year ahead of that. Yeah. It was just like, GDF, hype, 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 hype. And they were like, oh, we're teasing it. Oh, we keep teasing it. Uh, something's happening with Troy. And just nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. That is the biggest mistake for an anniversary celebration. Yep. Uh, Ranger Liz at Gokai Ranger said, if you could take your favorite Rangers from your most hated seasons to make a team, who would be on it? Also, I like that you read every word of the question, Chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from the most hated seasons. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, for me, I would take Mac from Overdrive. What other seasons do I hate? Oh, um... Preston from Ninja Steel, another season that I hate. Lauren from Samurai. Mm. I know that's two Red Rangers, but it's my team, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would take Robo Knight from Megaforce. And what, do I need, like, two more? I think you need one more. Maybe from an earlier season. Uh, I would take Adam from the first half of Turbo. Hmm. Turbo isn't a most hated season. It's just kind of bottom tier for me. Just the first half. The first half of Turbo. Yeah. So for my team, it would probably be also Mac from Operation Overdrive. And then Levi from Ninja Steel. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Who from RPM? (laughs) Shut it up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hated Dino Supercharge. I never, I still haven't finished that. So I'm going to say Kendall because she's one of my favorites, but also she was in that season. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so I've got Mac, Levi, Kendall. All right. So let's go with Preston, also from Ninja Steel. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Gia from Super Megaforce. Oh, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Zach? Um, I suppose I'd take Ronnie from Operation Overdrive. Mm, this is really actually kind of hard, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I would take Preston from Ninja Steel. That's a unanimous on Preston. Pretty much, yeah, just because Peter Sidarso is just adorable. Gosh, see, hated. Like, ugh, hated is a strong word. Yeah. Um, but, just uh, say at least from your least favorite seasons. I would take TJ from Turbo. Okay, yeah. Leo from Lost Galaxy. All right. And then for my fifth one, I would go with Taylor from Wild Force. Oh, that's good. Those are all good ones. Yeah, those are good. I like Zach's. Um. (laughs) (laughs) At Sentai 5 asked, what is your favorite battleizer and or power-up? Uh, swap mode. Swap mode's a good one. I'd have to agree with that. Swap mode. You know what? It, people gave it crap for being a doofy yo-yo, but I really liked the Triassic Battleizer. Mm, okay. I thought the gimmicky yo-yo thing was fun, so I, I like that one. I also did like, now that you mentioned Dino Thunder, Super Dino Mode. 
Oh, yeah. that was so satisfying when they that used was a, that. That was a good one. Oh, my favorite battleizer, hands down, is the Red Fire Dragon Warrior from Mystic Force. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I've said it on the show before. To me, that's my favorite battleizer. It's awesome. And if you count Shogun Mode from Samurai. Yes. That one was just beautiful. That was just a beautiful suit. It was a really great design. Yes. Oh, and that was my favorite moment in Samurai when they it formed outside of the cockpit. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, that <laughs> shot was beautiful. Good choices. Hawk Gatling Hazard at Reply Central 444 asked, what non-show ranger slash battleizer would you like to have its own story? I don't know what a non-show battleizer is unless you're talking about the toy exclusives. <laughs> I guess so. You know what? I wish the girls on Lightspeed got mega battles. Yes. Yeah. I don't mean Kelsey's weird arm thing toy that I have where she's got like an elephant drill thing. That's weird. <laughs> I want like a proper mega battle for the ladies. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't understand the question. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Alice Gray at Maria Alice Gray said, We had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up with the Space Rangers. My question is, which television series would you love to see Power Rangers crossover with? Chicago PD. Seriously? <laughs> no. it's kind of nuts (laughs) power rangers and flash that would be kind of fun kind of like the the justice league power rangers just make it yeah yeah i'd be down with that i'd be down with that too just all the like dc superhero shows we could have flaro cave in real life yeah i think that answers it yeah okay sash centric at i am centric one said If you had to make an alliance of villains, who would you pick to join you on your evil quest? Mm, Korag? Yes. Yeah, Korag's honorable. I like Korag as a villain. Let's each do a team of five villains. Oh, okay. So, like, our evil villain ranger team. We're all in on Korag, all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a given. All right, I'll tell you my five. Okay. Korag, Poissandra... Mezagog. Oh. Yeah, Mezagog's a good one. Yes. Lord Zed. Second season scary Lord Zed, not I married Rita and... <laughs> and then they... And I'm in an RV. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, who's it going to be? A really great villain that I liked. Uh, oh, Astronema. Boom. Oh. Okay. Going right. off of that, Korag and Mezagog, Ecliptor. Ooh. Ooh. I like Divatox. Sumi. I like Diva Talks. I like her too. And then for the fifth team of the villains, it would be. I, I, I can't think of a fifth one. I, go, go, AP. <laughs> okay. Um, Goldar. Rita. Yeah, I just. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a newer villain that I really liked. And I'm, they all sucked. Oh, uh, heckle. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. I, He's I like good. that dynamic. Yeah. All right. So mine would be Korag, Diva Talks. Mm hmm. Heckle. I'm going to go with 2017 movie Rita. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so that's four, right? Or yeah, was that yeah. three? That was four. That's yeah, one more. Four? Okay, one more. Trent, when he was evil count? Sure, yeah, sure. I count that. Okay. Let's do it. Moving on. Excel Hedge. We're moving on to merch and comics. Is it wrong that I kind of want a silver stripe version of the Legacy Green Ranger helmet? 
<laughs> no, I don't think that's wrong at all. No. Nope. I think that would be a good customization if I could yep. find one. Yeah. <laughs> How long till Power Rangers slash Transformers crossover in the comics? I think we'll be waiting a long time for that one. Well, at least till 2019. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they're doing a whole reboot in the Transformers comics now, so... Yeah. Who knows where that's going. Moving on, uh, Dare Bear at Derek B. Gale said, What would be your dream for a Power Rangers video game for any console or platform, no matter how unlikely? And then he said, I'd love a huge Bioware-style action RPG with lots of Ranger character development and side quests with past teams, for example. If they could do Shattered Grid the game and make it like what he's talking about, like the Bioware choices matter, dialogue matters system. That would be neat. That would be incredible. That would be really neat. I would also like for there to be a co-op of some kind. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you know, me and Eric can hop on. Oh, who are you going to be? Well, I'm going to be Shadow Ranger. Okay, well, I'll be, you know, SPD Omega Ranger, and we'll go kick butt as SPD. What about, like, a Horde mode battle game? I would personally like something like Call of Duty, but with Power Rangers. There's a story mode, and then there's, like, the nice, like, multiplayer-type mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Are you thinking of a of a first person game? Sort of. Probably third person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about Mass Effect, where you can at least see your character. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Well, I like your idea, Eric, of, of the horde mode style. Like just all the villains, and waves of foot waves of putty generals, and, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And you know what? It kind of vaguely reminds me of the Common Rider. Uh, there's a genre called Muso uh, uh, games that that came out in Japan, mm. and it's actually one of the reasons I was so excited when I got a PlayStation Four because I was like, man, the next Common Rider Muso game they make, I'm going to be able to play it. It's going to be awesome. And then they came out with. Uh, you know, Climax Fighters instead of a Muso. And it's actually just a fighting game. And I was like, well, I'll still get it because it's Kamen Rider and it's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you do like a Horde mode game, then you could have, you could team up with four other people like a Power Rangers team. Yeah, exactly. And you could advance the Horde just like, I'm thinking like the original Halo 3, Halo 4, or Halo Reach or whatever one that introduced that, where you have a couple rounds of like the foot soldiers and then maybe you'll have a few monsters of the week type of thing. And then by the end of like whatever, how many rounds, then you're fighting someone like Lord Zed or astronomer or, you know, one of the boss type characters. I think that would be sick. Ooh. How about something like dead rising, but with power Rangers? Oh, I think about it. Instead of the zombies, it'd be like foot soldiers of some kind. And you'd still be at the mall. Fighting them from the juice bar. (laughs) Maybe. No, like, seriously. Oh, yeah, it could be like Dead Rising, because you could just have the City of Angel Grove. Yes. And maybe it's like an RPM tie-in. Maybe some kind of dimensional shift. There's different kinds of foot soldiers running around. You got little side quests where you can, like, save citizens. You got the, like, um... Oh. God, I forget what they call them, but, like, the main... The main side quests where you have to like beat the crazy people. The yeah, like the psychos. But you have you really have the psychos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the psycho rangers. No, no, no. Yeah. No, but like then the psychos would be like main actual monsters and then you'd have big boss battle type things where 
maybe it's like a Megazord type situation or like a Battleizer type situation. I think that'd be pretty cool. I like that because when you put it in the Dead Rising context, you're set. It's not open world, but you're in a city and you're contained in that city. And that'd be perfect. Then the DLCs could be other Power Ranger cities. Like you could have Summer (laughs) Cove or Angel Grove or corinth or whatever yeah oh uh yeah yeah (laughs) ap's idea that i want that (laughs) so uh juliana of equestria at sentai juliana said do you think boom will be allowed to make their own comic only powers for the rangers maybe during or after shattered grid well i mean they kind of have with draken and, and ranger slayer and yeah so yeah i think i think they, they, but they I, I have think, i think she's asking for the rangers not just the bad guys like oh, an exclusive um, power up i mean i don't see why not if they're creating original villain powers they should be able to create original hero powers yeah and that's why i'm excited for it because if we see teams that have never interacted before maybe they can do some something like they did in once a ranger where they like switch weapons or do cool stuff like that with black ranger using the defender vest for example yeah yeah because if they're all connected to the morphing grid they could draw their powers from each other i mean if draken can bend the morphing grid to his will why can't the good power rangers they did do that thing where all of the rangers became green rangers exactly yeah Yeah. because tommy was able to share his power oh yeah that'd be sweet i hope something like that happens that'd be cool yeah so moving into movies because we touched a little bit about the movies uh buffaroo asked if when they try another power rangers film how would you do it and would it be an MMPR reboot or reversion? If I did it, I would try to open up that universe a bit more. You would still have to tie it in with MMPR somehow, just because, I mean, let's face it, that's what the majority of fans, yeah. casual or otherwise, yeah. tend to gravitate to. So if you want it to be successful, but I don't know, I don't think they would try one so soon again unless it was a sequel you know yeah mm-hmm. if i could make it i would make it a sequel oh yeah i would have it be something to the effect of like zordon saying because of the morphin grid i'm able to see that you are not the only team of protectors that are available and you have some kind of multiverse shenanigans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ha- have it be like this new villain is even more powerful than rita of course it's lord zed and then have Zordon say, you know, we're going to need some help, and I'll be able to call upon another team of rangers from another dimension and have it be a different, but also, like, equally recognizable team. Maybe have it be, like, the Zeo Rangers and have their backstory be like, when we saved the Zeo Crystal from Rita, we tapped into its power to create even more powerful powers, and that's how we defeated Lord Zeb. Or maybe even, like, the, the rangers from KO-35. Or Aquatar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could do aliens. But how cool would that be to see Weta versions of different team suits? That would that'd be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I'd have it be a sequel, do something multiverse-ish if possible. I would definitely feature the Green Ranger, Tommy. Other than that, yeah, sequel. 
right. Tyler Waldman at Arisef said, if there were to be a rebooted movie under Hasbro in a perfect world, who would you have write it and direct it? Oh, man. I would love to see, like, John Favreau direct it. Huh. Kind of that Iron Man feel to it. Just kind of a fun movie. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I was thinking, like, maybe go with the director for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, James Gunn. James Gunn. I oh, hell Tim yeah. Gunn. And I'm like, Tim Gunn is the, the fashion guy. No. Yeah, J- James Gunn, have him, because he can do a story about a misfit group of heroes having to come together. Yep. That's exactly what Power Rangers is. Oh, if we're sticking with kind of like the whole Marvel thing, I would love to have the Russo brothers write it. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so we want a Russo brothers written and James Gunn directed Power Rangers. <laughs> so just pull them away from Marvel enough yeah, just, just, just to make just, this just, movie. Just just tell Marvel, hey, listen, we need to borrow your toys for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on to the podcast questions portion of the question podcast podcast questions ah it's too much <laughs> emmanuel cobian asked what was one of your best moments or memories recording the podcast just doing it in general the first episode we recorded mm-hmm. i think my favorite moment so far has been when we got to have david fielding on and he and i geeked out about the flash tv show together yeah that was a lot of fun that was a good one i really loved recording our sean johnson interview yes besides the whole like sappy first episode we ever did answer the sean johnson interview oh yeah for sure yeah and i love whenever we do a round table i love getting to interact with so many other fans and yeah and bring people in but I just like that we have fun with it, you know? It's yeah. not it's not super serious. We can do skits, we can do crossovers and it's still fun cuz as long as we're having fun recording it, those are the memories that we share. Yeah. If I ever did like a bloopers episode, I mean, I'm screwed at this point cuz <laughs> I, I would have to listen to like 150 episodes, literally hundreds of hours. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I know that there's stuff that we've even recorded that never made it into the show for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. I thought our Yoshi, uh, Sidarso interview was pretty neat though, too. Yeah. Cause yeah. it was from like an actor that was currently on the series. Yeah. And I didn't know if that would happen. Cause you know, I heard stuff in the past, like, the show's still airing they can't really do that type of stuff and but i thought he talked enough about other things that weren't the show Mm -hmm. that made it interesting too yeah he was really cool to have on when i got to go to the the premiere for his short film in chicago and that was because of the podcast that was just awesome too but really my favorite moment are with you guys for sure because yeah when all three of us are on together, we just have a good time. And whatever worry I have in the day or the week goes away when I can just talk with you guys. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Tony Izzo asked, who is someone you'd like to interview that you haven't interviewed yet? I'll go back to the first person that we reached out to, the first person we reached out to, and that was Mike Chat. And it never happened. He was, like, super busy, and it was like we had some initial communication first, and then it just, it was like, 
it dropped off. So I'd love to have Mike chat on. I'd love to complete our light speed interviews. <laughs> <laughs> No, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'd also, honestly, other than completing the Lightspeed cast, I would actually want to interview Jason David Frank. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. A year later. But, yeah. Cut. Cut. (laughs) No, no, no cut. No. Uh, Real. No, I'm I'm being serious here. No, yeah, I know. I know. No, it's like also one that like never quite happened. Yeah, the JDF thing never quite happened. And it like almost happened and then never never did fall off the face of the earth, whatever. Besides that though, I would want to interview him. I would too. If he could be on the show and give enough time for us. Sure. Yeah. Sorry, I'm <laughs> You're super salty still. I am salty about that because it was so back and forth and nothing happening and the times just never seemed to align for him, even though we were so open. And I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just like, come on, really? But I feel if we were to do it this year, there's a lot more interesting things to talk about now. (laughs) True, true. So, again... The door is wide open. There's really no hard feelings there. I'm being serious. JDF was a cool guy. Even after our JDF watch and all that stuff, he was super cool at the premiere of the Power Rangers movie last year when I saw him. He's cool. He's mellowed out. I would just love to have him to talk Shattered Grid, what he's got going on in his life. (laughs) There's a lot that we could talk about, and I know he keeps it real, and we keep it real, So I think that would be a really great interview. I know you guys, I don't know if both of you did it or just Eric, but Jason Bischoff was on the show. Maybe if we could do part two, maybe interview like Melissa or someone else, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Do like another person from more like corporate aspect of it. Cause I feel like that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Melissa would definitely be cool. I just don't know. We haven't built up that same rapport like we have yeah, with, with Jason. No. And Jason did say that he was down for a part two for sure. I just got to reach out and make it happen. But yeah, Melissa, like a different corporate role that we could get another perspective on would be yeah. cool too. Yeah. yeah, especially with her being so involved in Hyperforce, too. I would yeah. love to hear how they develop stories, like what that process is. That would be cool. I would say that in terms of actors, I would like to get Selwyn Ward on. Yeah. Oh. I think it'd be really cool to hear his kind of unique take on you know how he got involved with the show and being there for not only the passing of the torch from the old cast to the new cast, but also like the changeover from being turboed in space. Yeah. 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 Cause it kind of went through two shifts there. Yeah. Yeah. And then coming back to super mega fours, what was that trip like? Like that kind of stuff. That'd yeah, be cool. exactly. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's a good pick. I didn't even think of that. I'm like totally down for that. Jeffrey rampaging moose hunter at it's Jeff. Wee. <laughs> said if you could have a roundtable podcast involving show staff slash actors who would it include this is like an interview on steroids yeah Um, but it's like just chat and show stuff like a round table i would love melissa and jason on board from saban brands 
I'd love to get Greg Aronowitz on that roundtable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would just like a whole SPD roundtable. Let's get Greg. Let's get uh, as many of the cast as we can. Let's get a, a Bruce Kalish on, too. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Why the hell aren't we doing it? Let's do that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's call Bruce right well, now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just dial him up like we have his number. <laughs> But no, I, I would love that, to talk with maybe some of the producers. Like, a producer's yeah. roundtable would be, yeah. oh, that'd be cool. freaking awesome. Just, like, people that people don't normally hear from. Hear from. Yeah. yeah. Like, we could so, have a whole discussion of, like, what were the production issues you encountered on your season versus the ones, you know, you encountered on your season. And how would a producer tackle a season that wasn't theirs? Yeah. That'd be interesting. I want to be like the, what's that show with like the guy and the show with the guy? Wow. Eric. The show with the guy. <laughs> no, the the show with that guy where he just, the older gentleman where he Are interviews. Are talking about him. Inside the Actor's Studio with James yes. Lipton? Okay. You're lucky I was tuned into your brainwaves on that one. Inside the Power Rangers studio with Ranger Command Power Hour. <laughs> what no, is your that's... favorite morphing call? <laughs> just have zach read all the questions yeah just like back to his i would i would would do my best (laughs) slash worst james lipton and i would do that absolutely is it anything like your horrible heim saban impression (laughs) we don't talk about my horrible (laughs) heim saban (laughs) we might never get another producer on this show (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my gosh luke early at Undead number nine said, are you planning on doing another Ranger retrospective episode again? Maybe soon because your SPD retrospective was one of my favorite episodes. So you should do it again with another awesome season. We haven't done an, a retrospective episode in a while. Maybe we should do one. Yeah. I think SPD was our, our like only one so far. Yeah. So he's a little winky face there too. So I'm wondering if he has some ideas. Yeah, maybe he wants. He has a season he wants us to cover. I would be down with that. I would like to do that. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I already planned out basically our extra episodes until the 25th anniversary are all going to be like listeners' choices, and we'll do that for seasons that we haven't done before. So that's a little sneak peek, guys. Like for the next four to five months, all of our listeners' choice episodes will be from. Seasons we haven't done a a commentary on yet. I'm planning to record at the end of this month with Doug, a new Power Rangers survivor. So that's upcoming as well. But Mm. yeah, I think after that, I think in May we could definitely do... Because right now in the show notes, I was like, oh yeah, maybe we should review those Super Ninja Steel episodes. But no, we're going to do fun (laughs) stuff. (laughs) so yeah we'll fit in a new ranger retrospective i think that's a fantastic idea from luke because i want to do things that i want to do not what i feel like i'm obligated to do that's reasonable sorry super ninja steel you suck and i don't want to review you so goodbye (laughs) someone's gotta say it yep all right so for you the listeners of ranger command power hour audible is offering a free or AP, do you want to read the mid-roll since you <laughs> read the first one? Let's all read it at the same time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. For you, the listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Audible is offering a free audiobook download 
with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. All right, and now we are moving to the conventions portion of the questions. And Noah Bowden asked, how was C2E2 this year? I was the only one of us who went, unfortunately. I mean, Zach, that would have been so awesome. I wish I could have gone, but I had work. But for me, I'll say it was the best C2E2 and possibly convention experience that I have ever had. Teresa and I had a good time. We had a specific goal of what we wanted to do, and I was way more focused on comics at an actual Comic-Con this year. I did get to meet Kyle Higgins. I got his autograph on several issues. I bought some stuff. My entire haul for that convention was comic-related stuff. So, for me, this truly felt like a Comic-Con, in the truest sense of the word. And yeah. Getting to meet one of the cover artists, I know he's, I think he's in his late 20s or maybe mid-20s, so seeing a young creator like that already succeed in something was pretty inspiring. We had a plan. Teresa and I got to meet Charlotte Chung, who voices Diva in Overwatch. That I'm super jealous of, by the way. Oh, yeah. She was adorable. She was fantastic. She's my favorite. Yeah, we got Teresa's exclusive Blizzard Diva Pop signed, and she just signed the whole front window. And as she was signing it, she was voice she was reading what she was signing in Diva's voice. Oh, so she was like, no. "Nerf this, love Diva," and it was I just awesome. Her. Yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. And then right after that, we went to go line up for the Overwatch panel, and I'm we were on time for everything it was like we got in line early as soon as the line opened up and we got on the convention floor we went straight to her line well we went to boom studios first and i i bought some variant issues and uh talked with jose over at boom studios super great guy and then we made it straight to uh charlotte chung and that signing went by pretty quick it was funny because charlotte was already signed so we were at the table and then Brandon Ruth, who played Superman, and now he's the Atom, he came out three tables down, and Teresa's freaking out, like, oh my god, Brandon Ruth. And then the next table over, Dave Batista came out, and, you know, he's like, uh, he's part Filipino, and so she was freaking out on two ends. (laughs) That was fun, just to have that experience of, like, it can get pretty nerdy at these conventions and that's awesome and we went to the voices of overwatch panel and got to hear fred i can never pronounce his name right tattashore yeah fred tattashore and charlotte chung and fred did shakespeare in soldier 76 voice and was like substituting parts of the the shakespeare stuff with things that he would say that's awesome and yeah i am supremely jealous so c2e2 is great i've been to every c2e2 that they've done from the beginning and i will say for me this was the best one if you have a chance to go to chicago this is the quintessential midwest comic-con yeah that's my c2e2 plug please approve me for press next year good god (laughs) 
<laughs> I've tried playing for press there every single year, and I get the same crap excuse. Anywho. Yeah. At RoboNight said, not including PMC, what's the furthest you've traveled for a convention? And then he also said, have you accidentally sprayed Axe body spray at a convention just to hit the smelly person next to you? <laughs> the farthest that I've traveled for a convention, not PMC, the next farthest one is Lexington. And I love the year that Zach and I got to drive down together. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. For me, I think the farther one away was MAGFest, which was in National Harbor, Maryland. Oh, wow. That mm-hmm. one. I went one year just because it was when I was still doing my whole cinema slob internet show and a bunch of other content creators were going. And I was like, you know, that sounds like fun. Maybe I'll go there and, and see what that one's all about. Because I fly for free. So basically all I had to worry about was my share of a hotel room. So that was fun. That was probably the second furthest con I've ever done. Actually, I forgot about this, but I actually went to Animazement in North Carolina. So for me, that was the farthest I traveled from Chicago. Yeah. And that was a fun convention. AP, have you ever been to conventions? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope somehow you can make it to PMC. I would love that because honestly, it would be amazing for all three of us to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to save up some vacation time, and hopefully we get, like, press passes or something, so... Oh, shit, I gotta... Maybe we should apply for those press passes. Yeah, yeah, I'll get on that. I've never <laughs> been to a convention. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I'll work on that. But I have not accidentally sprayed anyone with Axe Body Spray, but... No. God, have I ever been tempted to. Yeah. There are some fans out there who do not understand basic hygiene. No. On that note, I've never been to a convention, but I have been on a high school school bus Ugh. next to people who thought that X body spray was deodorant. No, it's and not. And it's not deodorant. It's not. So on that note, I would not spray someone with X body spray. <laughs> I would probably spray them with something else. Not quite sure what, but yeah. not X body spray. <laughs> spray them with like Tide. I kind of have a tangent story, a real quick one. Almost every year I go to Anime Central in Rosemont, and one year they put the arcade in the basement of the hotel. And if you've ever been to an anime convention, the arcade is literally the worst smelling place at the anime convention. And just instantly going down the escalator to where the arcade is, that smell just hits you like a ton of bricks. And I was like, nope, I don't have anything to do in the arcade important enough to withstand this smell. I'm going back up to where it's half decent. Or just wear like a respirator, like the whole time. (laughs) Make it part of your cosplay. Yeah, build it into your Lightspeed Rescue helmet. There you go. Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Daryl J. Delphin asked, funniest experience with an actor of the Power Rangers series? Well, come on, Zach. You know the story. I don't think that would be the funniest. I think that would be the most epic. Actually, in terms of funniest would be the time that at the first Power Morphicon, I saw and nearly bumped into Johnny Bosch coming out of the bathrooms. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and oh, look, there's Johnny Bosch coming out of the bathroom. Like, it was such a small convention, that first one, mm-hmm. that you could just do that. You could just be standing at the urinal, and then, <laughs> oh, look, there's Adam from Power Rangers <laughs> coming in. Actually, I have a hilarious story. 
And it deals with the last question with uh, about body odor. So I went to Yomacon one year. This wasn't like 2005 Yomacon, which was the epic, I brought my brother our SPD cast, blah, blah, blah. This was Yomacon in 2008 mm-hmm. because Walter Jones was there as well as Polly Schreier at Bulk. And I was with my ex at the time, and the meeting for them, they didn't even have a table. It was just kind of like line up on this half balcony floor level and just kind of shake their hand and talk to them kind of a thing. But there was a line for it. And we were literally the last people in line before they cut it off. So you can imagine they're interacting with all these fans, shaking hands, taking pictures. So finally, we were the last two. I got up to meet Polly. We talked for a little bit and I said, hey, you know, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. And we do kind of like those arm around each other's shoulder. Yeah. And Polly was like, I have to say, you smell really nice. (laughs) And he said, you're probably the nicest person that I've smelled at this convention. Because let (laughs) me tell you, there are some real stinkers here. And we just had a laugh about that because yeah i was wearing deodorant i didn't smell like i never showered it was fine and because we're in such close proximity i mean i typically don't wear cologne so i always have like a nice deodorant but it was just freaking hilarious so when we took the picture that was after we had joked about it and we both have like the biggest laughing grins <laughs> on our faces and that was the first time i met Polly, and i re-met him again at 2013 lexington and i didn't bring up the story i mean that was like a five-year difference so i don't think there was any way that he would have remembered that but Polly is pretty funny Next question, Tyler Waldman at RSF again. Which Ranger actor would you most like to have a drink with? Been there, done that. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Well, one that I haven't had a drink yet. Um, who's, Who's a drinker? I don't know. I think getting a drink, well, no, I was at the room party with SPD at Yomacon. So, and they were getting drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I didn't drink, they were drinking yeah it was that kind of been there done that i suppose the one ranger actor that i haven't gotten a drink with that i would like to maybe pick their brain is probably jdf yeah but i don't think he drinks oh well <laughs> i'll buy him a juice i don't know I just... <laughs> at the juice bar yeah at the juice bar <laughs> oh i i think having a drink with polly and jason narvey would be hilarious they don't need drinks to be hilarious, so... No, they really don't. AP? I don't know. <laughs> Claire Blackwelder. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can chat Shakespeare. I don't know. That'd be neat. Oh, but she doesn't drink either. So. Neither do I, so... Yeah. Let's just have a nice <laughs> at-con discussion. <laughs> we don't have to get drinks involved. I might have a glass of wine every now and then. But I don't really drink, yeah. so unless it's like a shot of whiskey. So I kind of do. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I don't. It's complicated. I just don't do tequila anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's All a right. story. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not telling that story. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. All right. So, moving on. 
Sapphire Steffi at Sapphire Steffi 5 said, how do you feel about customized Power Ranger merchandise? Do you like when Ranger actors have more than just 8x10s at their tables? If positive, what's your favorite thing typically offered? What would you like to see that's not done often? Winky face. Gee, I'm obviously trying to expand what's offered at the table. Do I like it when they have more than just 8x10s? Yeah, I mean, I do. Personally, I don't. That's just me as a collector. Either I'm bringing my own thing or... I want a cool 8x10. Like, that's what I want signed. I feel like if they add merchandise to it, unless it's done really well, geared towards their Ranger, sure, I might get it. I know enamel pins are a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff might be cool. Otherwise, I'm trying to think what kind of, like, tchotchkes or promotional items that I would want that's slapped with their face on it. Again, for me, yeah. I, I'm more of an 8x10 person. If they had something cool that was designed based off their Ranger, that's tough. I really don't go to conventions to buy extra merchandise other than 8x10s. And if I have something I want signed, it's from my own collection. Yeah. Maybe like a poster where it's not just an 8x10, maybe some exclusive artwork poster. That might be cool. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to a con, but I've had people pick stuff up for me before. And I think posters could be neat. Not like giant movie-sized posters, but something nice that maybe exclusive to each con, maybe. That way you have something unique. Yeah, they could work with different artists. That would be cool. Zach, what about you? It's hard to say, because, I mean, the lazy fan in me likes the idea of, like, oh, look, they have this thing. They have their own action figure pre-signed that I can buy from them, and that's easy. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, really, if if I am going to get something signed, odds are I already have what I want signed from them. So, uh, 8x10s and posters are cool, yeah. They have, like, pops made. Maybe have a couple of those pre-signed. But not to, like, the crazy Austin St. John level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe just five of them or something. Something small and easy, merch-wise. Yeah. I like the enamel pins idea. You know what? Some unique stuff that I have bought in the past from Ranger Actors. Allison Kipperman. She... Sold mustard? No, not mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Although, sure, if you're hawking your own thing, whatever. But no, it was her first Power Morphicon in 2014, and it was so cute because her mom was there, and they had found all of her old scripts in the attic. And so she was selling all of her old scripts, and I picked up a couple of her scripts from Wild Force. I thought that was a cool thing to do. Sell some of the stuff that they acquired on the show or grew out of. That'd be cool. And yeah. another cool thing that was behind the scenes that I purchased, not from a Ranger actor, but from Greg Aronowitz, was that book he put together of the, the yeah. SPD book of behind the scenes artwork and production stuff. That type of stuff is cool. If they have something from their own that they held on to at the show, and I know that's like super limited and they still might be attached to it. So, I mean, don't do that. But something unique that's behind the scenes. Oh, another one that I remember happening. When Ricardo Medina wasn't in jail, (laughs) one of the last (laughs) PMCs that he was at, he actually was selling USB drives 
and it had exclusive behind-the-scenes pictures that they took during the show that and I think someone uploaded it later because I, I never got a USB, but I got all those pictures. So, I mean, maybe kind of password protected or, or something, but um, I feel like that's maybe a one-and-done kind of thing, especially digitally. But it was a cool idea. So don't give me, like, promo item tchotchke things. Give me something that ties back... Oh, Oh, to behind the scenes, what? My cat just walked across my computer. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> oh my god. She did not hesitate. She jumped right onto it and walked across <laughs> it. All right. Miscellaneous questions. It is time for the miscellaneous questions. Doug at Ikibuli asked, "What are your favorite television shows currently airing or streaming, and what are some upcoming TV shows you're super pumped about?" What I'm streaming right now, Teresa and I are watching older seasons of the show Face Off, because they're now oh. all on Hulu, and there's some seasons I haven't watched. I don't know if reruns count, but I'm doing a rewatch of Stargate SG-1 on Hulu, because they've got all mm. of Stargate on there, so I'm big into that. Mm. But I'm watching, like, MasterChef Junior, we're watching The Voice, we're watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Oh my God. Mm. And one that I'm super pumped about, and I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for it, but Netflix is rebooting Lost in Space. I saw that. It looks interesting. I am so down for that. Yeah. So that's what I'm really pumped about right now. Some of my favorite television shows currently airing slash streaming. I'm going to stick with just currently airing because if I go into the whole like reruns backlog thing... It's going to be like a whole nother episode. <laughs> um, I just finished season two of Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. Yes. I love that show so much. It's, it is such a funny show. It's kind of gross, but it is, it is so good. It's hilarious. The cast is great. The writing is like incredibly clever. I've got no complaints about it. I've never hated a single episode. It's it's one of my favorite series. Yeah. Absolutely, I'm right and there with you on that one. It's one of the few things I like Drew Barrymore in. So there you go. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Also, what I'm watching, uh, Black Lightning on the CW. It's pretty much the only like DC superhero show I am actually bothering to <laughs> keep track with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing it is fantastic and not in the sense that first seasons are always kind of good but you can tell the staff on this show it's appropriately diverse mm. right right and it's clear that they know what they're writing about and they care about it and they also care about the source material it's very very well done yeah oh station 19 on abc it's the Grey's anatomy spinoff it's not fantastic, but I still find myself watching it every week because it's like incredibly addicting. It's like a guilty pleasure. Mm. Oh, Bob's Burgers. Huh. I love Bob's Burgers. I just love that show. I'm sure I'll think of something else after I'm done talking, but as of right now, that's what I'm... Oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can't forget about that one. Anything upcoming that you're pumped about? Upcoming, upcoming. I really like season three of Winona Earp. Season three of Winona Earp. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Like, season three of Winona Earp, I am so d excited for that. I cannot wait. I'm sure Zach is right there with me. Oh, yeah. Eric really needs to catch the hell up. 
Yeah, Eric really does. He really does. <laughs> um, and they just released some like spoilery type casting situations. Um, they just cut. Anyway, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> God, it's like another dog situation, okay? But with the cat this time. Yeah, so they just released some like casting spoilers from I think it's Klexicon, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. So that's got me hyped too for that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and I hope the Charmed reboot from the CW, I hope that gets picked up. All right, I gotta go take care of the cat. Okay. <laughs> All right, Zach, what about you? Yeah, I've been keeping up with my usual CW shows Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning is really good. Uh, yeah, Santa Clarita Diet is a wonderful show. I watched it initially because I lived in Santa Clarita. That was my hometown from age five until age 20. So I watched it thinking, like, it'll be fun to see, oh, I know where that is, oh, I know where that's filmed. And then I ended up really loving the show. It was a really good, funny, well-written, great cast. Timothy Oliphant steals every scene he's in. It's amazing. And it's just a wonderful show. Uh, looking forward to shows coming up, yeah, definitely the Lost in Space rebound Netflix looks interesting. Wynonna Earp Season 3 is going to be great. And then I think that's just kind of it for right now. All right, cool. Uh, So Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam asked, what's something you've done slash are doing this year that's made your life better? And conversely, what's something you've done or doing this year that's made it worse? Hmm. That's a loaded question. It's super loaded. Concisely, I will say to make my life better, I have been putting in more effort at work and getting more hours, and therefore it's allowed me to have more spending money, which has allowed me to dive deep into the collecting for Kamen Rider build and Lupin Ranger versus Pata Ranger. Conversely, something that I've been doing that's made it worse is buying a crap ton of (laughs) Toku toys. Okay, something I've done that's made my life better. I guess my new job, it's not solely this year, but recently. And I really love it. And it's challenging me. And I've sort of worked towards it my whole life. It's satisfying Mm -hmm. to know that I'm finally like in a place that I feel like I've in a career where I feel like I've achieved something, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Something I've done that's made my life worse. I've been eating terribly lately. If you haven't been monitoring my Twitter feed, (laughs) 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 that's probably not so great. So I'm going to have to fix that. For me, something I'm doing this year to make my life better, not just to make my life better, but well, it is to give me like a better mental health and all that stuff. I'm really giving less of a of what people have to say. Amen. Mm Mm-hmm opinions are like assholes. everyone has one and they usually stink and they stink <laughs> exactly and my thing is look i'm gonna live my life to the fullest and as long as it doesn't affect my friends or family or anything like that i'm gonna do what the f- i want and i'm gonna say what i want and i'm just taking less of the bs so not giving a crap about what people have to say negatively, just mental health wise is huge. I think people hate on you because there's something seriously wrong in their lives and then they have to feel that they have to attack others. And mm-hmm. I just have no time for that. You can live in your own hateful world and I'll be over here enjoying my life mm-hmm. with yeah. my friends and the family 
that really care about me. So to anyone out there, any of the haters, you can stay in your little pit because you'll just fester there and nothing good will come from your life. Because I am a true believer that if you put negativity out in the world, you're going to get it right back. And that's all you're going to get out of life. So Mm -hmm. that's what I got to say about that. So to make my life better, screw haters 2018 because I don't give a (laughs) what you have to say. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So what's something that I'm doing this year that's made it worse? Probably this, along the same lines as, as AP. I should really cut back on the junk food, eating out all the time. But that's my thing. It's like I, I know my health is something that I gotta take care of. But it kind of goes with like my whole living life thing. If I want a cheeseburger, I'm going to eat it. So whatever. <laughs> Anywho. No, I get, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Adam at Lil Adam eighty seven said, "Who is your favorite superhero outside of Power Rangers, and why?" I'm gonna go completely outside of Toku for this one and say Green Lantern. I, I love the whole Green Lantern uh, core, the mythos, the different colored Lantern cores. Like Green Lantern is probably my favorite. Nice. I'm just going to go with Batman, the animated series Batman. That's my favorite version of Batman ever. That's a good one. That is a good one. And I I got to meet Kevin Conroy one time, and his natural voice is just Bruce Wayne. So, I mean, it's awesome. (laughs) I I saw him speak at a panel at a C2E2 a couple of years ago, and it was just, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, My favorite superhero? It would probably have to be a tie between Superman classic mm-hmm. always liked superman yeah um then uh black canary black canary is bad ass. oh hell yeah. yeah yeah all right orange ranger spd7 asked ketchup on a hot dog yes or no yes sometimes sometimes the chicagoan in me says no chicago style's great but then <laughs> the part of me that grew up in southern california was right. like i like onions and ketchup on a hot dog and that's good enough <laughs> <laughs> and that's good enough and that's good enough i don't know what that voice was well look i grew up in the south ketchup was fine yeah on a hot dog that's how i grew up with it even as a little kid getting you know hot dogs chopped up and what was there it's ketchup Mm -hmm. you get to chicago and it's like that's a, a horrible sin and it's like come on it's just a condiment like i don't give a crap I do like Portillo's hot dogs, but I have them take off the peppers. I don't get yeah. why you have to have a full tomato on a... And that's the thing. It's like, okay, you've got tomato slices on a hot dog. You smush up tomatoes enough, you get ketchup. <laughs> it's not that bad. I don't know why you need a full pickle on a hot dog. So ketchup is fine. Do what you want. Who cares? I'm with you. If I get a Chicago-style dog, I take the sport peppers off because I don't really like peppers to begin with. I take the peppers off, and I'm fine with the rest of it. It's a perfectly fine hot dog. Yep. You got the relish on there. It's fine. It's got to be that neon green relish. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, if I'm talking hot dogs, though, it would either be just ketchup and mustard or the classic Coney Island-type chili dog. Oh, my God. Just chili, chili, onions, and mustard. I love a good chili dog. Mm-hmm. I think that's my f- most favorite version of a hot dog. That's what we did for the Super Bowl this year is me and my buddy, it was oh. just the two of us, so we made chili dogs, and it was amazing. 
I should have gone. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a hot dog with a, what was it, crab meat on it once. Um, that was interesting. Because I went to this like gourmet hot dog place once. Kind of like a surf um, and turf dog. I dig it. Ooh. And they had different like crazy hot dog toppings. And it was, you don't think some of them would be good, but they were. And you know what? If you're going to do a hot dog, I swear to God, this feels like we're doing fantastic cuisine again. <sighs> right. Um, <laughs> but, but I will say, if, if you want a good hot dog, do yourself a favor and get a nice Vienna beef hot yeah. dog. Don't go for that generic crap. The store no. microwave crap. Get yourself a nice quality hot dog or a brat. I think I like brats more than, than hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I like the Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah. You're buying them from the store. The Nathan's hot dogs are great. Mm-hmm. And then also beef dogs. Yeah. I'm a yeah. stickler for the all beef. It has to be an all beef, Frank. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of like the mixture of chicken and turkey and pork into a hot dog. Just give me an all beef hot dog. Yep. Yeah, totally. I think we're all in agreement on that. Yep. So the drunk turtle at Corey LZ said, what's your favorite hot pocket? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what's your favorite flavor hot pocket? I used to like the little mini cheeseburger pockets that they did, but they stopped making them. So I guess I'm going to have to default to my favorite, which is the breakfast hot pocket, the sausage, egg and cheese. Yes. Thank you. I love I love that hot pocket. That's what I was gonna say. It's a good I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna go along the same lines and say the breakfast hot pocket, but with bacon. Oh, oh you like the bacon one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I used to in like my late twenties I went on like a hot pocket streak. <laughs> and a hot pocket bender. <laughs> no, not a bender. But no, there was just a phase where that was the thing I was regularly picking up on grocery trips. Mm-hmm. For some reason, like, I was just like, man, I just need a good Hot Pocket. Because they're stupid, cheap, and quick to make, exactly. and they're good. But I did like the pizza, like, the classic, like, pepperoni and cheese. But, man, there is a point that if you reach that in the microwave, it becomes nuclear. You can't touch that thing for, like, five minutes until it cools yeah. down. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'll burn your entire mouth. <laughs> yes. There's a very fine heating point. Just follow the instructions. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I do the instructions plus 15 seconds. Okay, that's pretty good. Oh, I hate that when you... It's one that's, you know, maybe completely frozen, and you miss the time, and then you've Mm -hmm. got kind of like the cheese is still congealed in a frozen way. (laughs) Man, hot Or when they leak everywhere, when you put it in there and it just leaks. I don't have a problem with that. I just fork and knife it and... Oh, going back to a non-food question, he also asked, favorite all-time ranger, shadow ranger, if you don't know that by now, you've not listened to enough ranger command. Yeah. Lightspeed yellow. And Morphin blue, yeah. yeah. Was, like, <laughs> I mean, that was the graphic for this whole question <laughs> episode, so uh, there yep. you go. And then if you had to choose one ranger helmet design, what would it be? I guess, like, if you wanted a helmet made... I already have a Shadow Ranger helmet. I would love to have a Jungle Fury Bat Spirit Ranger helmet. Uh, That's a good one. I don't have any helmet, so I guess I would want the blue Triceratops Mighty Morphin Power Ranger helmet. I'd have to go with the yellow light speed. Yeah. Just because. Just because you would would wear that. I would wear that. 
you would wear that and you would be cosplaying as yourself. I'm not going to PMC unless I'm wearing that. So well, I've got that. I've got those masks. Those like <laughs> those that shoulder counts? masks. No, that counts. So, yeah. but I, I'll push you guys to answer a not obvious choice. Then after you get your most obvious one, what's the second one? After the most obvious one, I would want SPD. I would want either green or blue SPD. Nice. Uh, pink turbo. Oh, that's a good cool. One. Or purple dino charge. One or the other. Obviously. Duh. Kyle at Deadpool Ranger said, if you could only eat at one fast food place for the rest of your lives, what would it be? And he said, note, you can eat anything else that is not fast food. But when you want fast food, you have to go to that place and not go to any others. In and out. Oh, wow. That was like a no contest thing. That is a no contest thing. I Uh, grew up on in and out when I was living in California and I miss it every single day. And anytime I go to California, the very first stop I make after landing is at an in and out. Well, I wouldn't call it fast because sometimes you're waiting around for a bit. But no, I mean, it's still technically fast food. food, Yeah. Is Portillo's considered fast food? Not really. Not really. (laughs) Not considering some of the wait times you have. Yeah. um... I I will give you this stipulation. If it has a drive through, it's fast food. And Portillo's definitely has a drive through, so I think Portillo's counts. I would actually endure those wait times if that was the only fast food place. There's still enough healthy options. Like if you go with the salad. If there's a Barnelli's mm-hmm. attached to it. I really do enjoy their burgers, too. Their burgers are nice. They're char-broiled. Oh, yeah. They're, they're very nice. So, yeah, I would do Portillo's. But if people don't consider that one, then I would actually do Popeye's. Popeye's chicken. Oh. I just like their Cajun rice. I think it's great. I would do Wendy's. Oh, nice. If you're talking places that have a drive-thru. Yeah, Wendy's is pretty good. It's no in and out, but... <laughs> uh, there's no in and out in my state, so... There's, there's no in and out in my state either. <laughs> Only place you're going to get that is California and Las Vegas. And I think they opened one in Arizona somewhere. Alright. Long's Toys at Long 83 asked, Loved the food episode. What are your personal top three chain <laughs> restaurants? Fast food or full restaurant? So in and outs number one for me. Number two would be Culver's. Number three would be oh, A&W. Man. Oh. Yeah. Culver's, for sure. Yeah. Cadoba. Oh. And Chick-fil-A, for me. No, those are three fast options. I, I want a full <laughs> restaurant in there. Uh, I would take away Chick-fil-A, and I would do... There's so many good ones. By yeah, if we're going to do a fancy sit-down, uh, let me take out uh, A&W, and let me replace it with Olive Garden. I'm a sucker for Olive Garden. You know what? I would add Olive Garden. I know people give it crap, but, I mean, those unlimited breadsticks, who are you going to do? They're the best. Their chicken gnocchi soup is really good. I love their portobello mushroom ravioli. Oof. I'm getting hungry again. I I know. (laughs) we got to wrap this up so I can go have some dessert. (laughs) This is in no particular order, by the way. Wendy's, Applebee's, Hmm. mainly because they have, like, almost every kind of thing and you can always kind of find something you like there mm-hmm. um so if like i want a burger i can get a burger but if i want a salad they got great salads too you know yeah so wendy's applebee's and then i would have to go with probably a tie between jersey mike's and wawa <laughs> you know i i do want to edit mine a bit i do love cracker barrel <laughs> 
It's really I, dumb. The last time I was a Cracker Barrel was when I was 10. I don't even remember Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, me too, oh, though. Cracker Barrel is awesome. There's one by me. And then also whenever I go on a, a trip to see my parents, mm. I always stop at a Cracker Barrel. I think the best was the Sunday morning coming home from LexCon when you and I hit the Waffle House. Oh, my God. That was... <laughs> Waffle House, if I see one of those, I'm pulling immediately the hell over. (laughs) Because I love Waffle House. Waffle House is really good. Well, you need to come here then, because we got a shit ton of those. Well then. (laughs) (laughs) Make a trip and come visit. Ranger Command road trip to go CAP. I've never been to Waffle House, though. Waffle Command pan hour. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my god, you can tell that we're kind of like worn out by now. <laughs> the Waffle Iron Power Hour. <laughs> That's a good one. Waffle. I'll what? co-sign on that. Alright, John Hendricks at J Chendricks 320 How many licks does it take to get the center of Tootsie Pop? If you go by the commercial, it's three. Uh, scientifically speaking, it took a machine 252 licks. Oh god! I went and looked up the answer. That's right. <laughs> I just like the commercial. Uh, A one, a two, a three. Three. (laughs) That was the perfect impression of the Tootsie Pop out. Yes. Props to you, Aaron. Thank you. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Absolutely nothing because I hate those. Me too. Really? I think they're good, but I mean, they're not do anything good. They're just okay. (laughs) I don't hate them or nothing. I can't hate chocolate and ice cream. It's just an impossible possibility. What would I do for a Klondike bar? I'd go buy a Klondike bar if I wanted <laughs> yeah, one. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'd do for a Klondike bar. What would I do for one? Go to the store and get a better ice cream sandwich option. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then finally, Eric Burdick oh. asked, where's Waldo? Right behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, he's not on this podcast. It no. was on Google Maps, though, or Bing? That, yeah, it was Bing or Google Maps? No, Google. it was Google. It was Google Maps' Wait, what the hell? Uh, April Fool. It was their April Fool's Day thing. Was They did Google Maps, and they did Where's Waldo? How the hell did I miss that? <laughs> it. it was so much fun. I didn't even know it was a thing. And I pulled up Google Maps at work because I needed to look up something. And all of a sudden, Waldo popped up. And I just sat there for a while playing Where's Waldo, and, like, nobody questioned it. So, it's all great. Can I still play that now? Probably. Could try. (laughs) Oh, man. Anywho. (laughs) This has been fun. It's been nice to just kind of chat. Yeah. Answer your guys' questions about the minutiae of our lives. Three and a half hours later. Seriously, though, it's been a long show. I don't envy Eric's editing duties. Well, I don't know where an hour of that went, but yeah. Anywho, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. Have questions, email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. We're going to be bringing some more awesome stuff to Ranger Command in the coming months, and hope all of you guys listen to it. Yep. Yep. All right. Check you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Woo-hoo. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. 
you can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 